Welcome to Binge on Selvah podcast. I'm your host Anna, but you can call me Anchi. For the past few years, I've been struggling with binge eating disorder, severe procrastination issues, and a really poor self-image. Any kind of self-love has been pretty much non-existent. But I've realized I'm not alone in this, as millions of others struggle with accepting who they are, and we all fight our inner battles. I'm not an expert on this, nor I claim to be, but I have a story and I want to share it with you guys, raw and honest, with all its highs and lows. Every Tuesday, I share my experience, thoughts and tips on overcoming binge eating disorder, procrastination and tips on gaining self-love and respect. Join me and our listeners on our journey to build a healthier and kinder relationship with ourselves. Make sure to subscribe to Binge on Selvaf podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. For more content on binge eating, procrastination, selvaf and self-acceptance, visit bingeonselvaf.com and follow me on Instagram at bingeonselvaf. Disclaimer, Binge on Selvaf podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for a diagnosis or treatment. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Binge on Selvaf podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anchi. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in, listen to this episode and just step by. I'm always, always grateful for each and every listener. If you will enjoy this episode, which obviously you don't know yet, but if you enjoyed this podcast and this episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Selvaf podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or even on YouTube or any of your favorite platforms so you don't miss any future episodes. I'm sure you've all heard of procrastination. I am even more sure, though, that you procrastinated at some point. There are actually different types of procrastination, such as active or passive procrastination, but also productive procrastination. I've heard about productive procrastination quite a long time ago, but I haven't paid that much attention to it. At least not until a few months back when I had one of the most productive days I've had in a while. And it was a day when I managed to check so many things off of my to-do list. And although I felt pretty proud about myself, I still couldn't shake off that feeling that I was doing something else than what I was supposed to be doing. And it turned out I was right. I did manage to book a dentist appointment, I cooked a meal, I baked a cake, I cleaned the entire house, I went for a run, but I still haven't done that one thing that turned out to be the most important one. And therefore, although I've done so many things that day, I still felt incredibly guilty as if I were procrastinating the whole day. Apparently, I was procrastinating, but I was procrastinating productively. Wait, what? Like, procrastinating can actually be productive? Well, we will discuss this and more in today's episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. Enchanté. I've always been a typical passive procrastinator. 
I would be paralyzed by fear, by my inabilities, and by my habits. When I procrastinated, I would do nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean literally nothing. In my case, procrastination and binge eating have always gone hand in hand. So when I was binging, simultaneously I was procrastinating and when I was procrastinating 99% of the cases I was binging as well. There has pretty much always been just few ways for me how I procrastinated. It was either YouTube, TV series, Instagram or throwing hundreds of dollars worth items into an online cart and never purchasing anything. It is sad, I know, but it's true. But as the time went by and I managed to tackle my terrible procrastination habit at least sometimes and at least a little bit, I find myself procrastinating in a completely different way. Productively. What is productive procrastination? In short, it means you're doing something that could be considered productive, but at the end of the day, you are still avoiding the most important tasks that you were supposed to be doing. So for example, productive procrastination can be organizing your table or bedroom instead of studying, reading a book instead of finishing an essay that's due tomorrow, A great example of productive procrastination can be me reading through different materials on a productive procrastination for this episode and then instead of actually doing the episode, I've decided it's a much smarter idea to start creating a spreadsheet and start filling all of the English words from those articles that I didn't understand. I mean, like, it's a great way how to learn English, but at the same time, it's like the least important thing that I should be doing right now. But it doesn't only have to be doing something completely different from what you were supposed to be doing. Productive procrastination can also mean working, but doing the least important task and avoiding the most important one and maybe the most challenging one or fearful one. So what's the deal with productive procrastination? Well, isn't it better to do something? Well, technically, yes, but there are always two sides of the story. Although you may actually do something meaningful while procrastinating productively, you still manage to avoid the biggest and most important tasks of them all, the one you were supposed to start with. When I think about it, I deal with productive procrastination all the time. And of course, there are periods of time, like I said, when I do absolutely nothing but procrastinate, aka watch hours of YouTube videos, scroll through my Instagram. But most of the time, I end up doing something very different from what I originally intended to do. I do use this podcast as an example a lot in different episodes, And I'm going to use it again. As sad as it is, I do procrastinate a lot when preparing episodes for the Binge on Self-Love podcast. Don't get me wrong, I love it, I love doing it, I love thinking about what episodes I would like to do and how I would like to grow this podcast. But the thing is that whenever I'm supposed to do something that's not as fun, but is 
extremely important, like doing research for different topics that people search or creating a strategy, how to grow my podcast, how to improve my editing skills and so on and so forth. I always end up doing the least important things on my to-do list. Like, for example, creating spreadsheet with color-coded formatting. Like, who cares? I actually have no data to enter into that spreadsheet since I've spent an hour setting conditional formatting instead of the actual research. And who cares? I have tons of ideas in my head and list of guests I would like to have on this podcast. If I actually spend hours reading about how to have a better podcast instead of actually doing what I'm supposed to do and make this podcast better. Another perfect example can be exams and writing essays. It's all fun creating folders on your computer and drafting timelines and organizing your desk until you realize you have a few more days left and you haven't even started yet. You can object like, well, at least I'm still doing something, right? And it's true, but at the same time, you're still avoiding that one thing, that one project that was supposed to be done. It's very tempting to distract ourselves with those tiny little tasks, such as going through emails, making sure our service is updated, or organizing our computer files, because they give us this sense of gratification really, really quickly. Going through emails usually only takes a couple of minutes, but it's something that you can check off your to-do list very, very quickly as well. Whereas those big tasks, which we've been able to avoid so far, do not promise us any reward. At least, like, not now, maybe one day, sometime in the future. To make things worse, the tricky part about procrastination, and it doesn't matter whether it's productive procrastination or not, is that very often we don't immediately realize that we are procrastinating. Procrastination usually starts very innocently. For example, let's say you were supposed to do some computer work. Like, you can fill in anything that is relevant to you. Uh, it can be writing an essay for school or doing a task for work or working on your side hustle maybe. So you sit down, you open your computer and then suddenly you come to realize that you would enjoy working on that project much more if you had a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. So you get up, you go to the kitchen and you make yourself a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. You sit back down and you open your laptop again but then you receive a notification on your phone. So you open it to check what's going on. And 10 minutes later, you catch yourself scrolling through the latest Instagram or TikTok videos. So you really try to focus on the task, but all of a sudden you realize you need to pee. So you get up again and you go to the bathroom. When you come back, you intend to start working on that project again. And you do so for for a couple of minutes, but then you recall that one thing from yesterday that your friend's friend told you about that you need to Google right now. A few moments later, you check the time and you realize that an hour has passed and all you did was watch YouTube videos about how to be productive. Maybe that sounds a little funny, but I'm gonna be honest, this is pretty much how it always goes for me. I always intend to do something, but all of a sudden there is like a million things that I 
feel like I need to do right now instead of that one thing. And with productive procrastination, I feel like it's even harder to notice because you are actually doing something, something that you feel like is productive or is like important, but it's usually not. Some days I've managed to do so many things, but when I look back, none of them was actually the one thing that I was supposed to be doing. For example, one of my recent experience was I needed to send my CV to different companies that I found because I was looking for a new job. But instead of sending my CVs, I would be picking outfits to wear to work. I would be searching for new apartments that would be closer to that work. And I would be searching for places to eat near those different companies as if I were already employed there or I don't know. So it's not like everything that I've done was completely useless. It's just that it wasn't really important at that time and it was stopping me from what actually was important, finding a job. If you spend hours of listening to music but zero hours singing, you're probably never going to learn how to sing and become a superstar. Unless you are really gifted, of course. <laughs> Same applies to anything you want to achieve. Doing all those little things around that one big thing you really need to do is not going to get you closer. If anything, it will make you go around in circles. Now comes the most important part. Is there anything we can do about it and tackle our productive procrastination habits? I believe so. I want to believe that there is a solution to every problem and every situation and that there always is something that we can do about it. So I'm going to share with you five different tips that I found personally helpful, but please keep in mind that this is just something that worked for me and I want to share it with you. A tip number one is kind of like a reminder that it's always easier to procrastinate on something that doesn't have a deadline. I can't stress this enough. Whenever I had some task to do and it had no deadline, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it at all. It can be anything. Goals like I want to start running or I want to learn how to sing or I want to learn French or I want to go somewhere. Unless you put a deadline to it, it's not going to happen. And the worst part is that things that are important to us, like dreams and our goals, usually don't have a deadline. The scary part is that months go by, years go by, and all of a sudden you're sitting in your room and you're like, what the hell? It's like five years. Five years ago, I told myself that I'm going to do this and I still haven't done it. If there is something you want to achieve, something you want to experience, something you want to do, put a deadline on it. Tip number two is reward yourself. Like I've mentioned earlier, if we do those little tiny tasks such as going through our emails or replying to someone or calling somewhere, it's like really short task that can be done in like a couple of minutes but it gives us this sense of gratification because we were able to to finish it so to trick yourself a little bit you can try to split a bigger task into a few smaller ones not only it will be easier for you to tackle each of those tasks but also it will give you this sense of gratification for each and every task that you complete I know it's like a little trick that you have to play on yourself, but I found this 
actually helpful. If I have one big task that I know I will finish in like months, I don't care. I want some kind of gratification or some kind of like reassurement right now, not in like few months. So if I split the task into a few smaller ones, I am able to feel like I'm actually doing something and I feel that gratification with each and every step that I take. A tip number three is timer. This may be a little weird, but one thing that I found truly helpful is to set a timer for a few minutes and do what needs to be done. Not only does it help with actually focusing on work, but it also helps with priorities. You're hardly going to set a timer for color coding your notes, but having a time for something like writing a one page of the essay can actually be helpful. You can start with like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever works for you, but really take that time to work on the most important thing that really needs to be done. Not on something that's like the least important thing, but really on the priority. A tip number four is negative motivation. I know this tip may seem a little harsh, and I do admit that negative motivation is not the best source of motivation, nor it may be helpful for everybody. But what I personally found really helpful is thinking about how much time I've spent doing those insignificant and unimportant things that do not contribute to my goal. Whereas if I focus on my priorities, I could have already reached some sort of progress. Again, I completely understand this is not the best advice, but this is the one thing that helps me, so I wanted to share it with you. It's not really about blaming yourself or making yourself feel guilty, but it's rather trying to remind yourself what you should be doing and that what you've been doing so far may not be it. So when it comes to negative motivation, my point is try to reflect on what you've been doing so far and whether or not it helped you to get where you want to be and if you find out that it wasn't that it didn't help you to get where you wanted to be most probably you weren't doing the right things which mean you were focusing on tasks that are the least of an importance whereas you were skipping on tasks that are the priority for example if you want to learn french I think that listening to French music, French movies, French series, etc. is great. But at the same time, I think you should be learning grammar and learning vocabularies and learning how to speak. So I think just doing like the least important thing or the most fun part is not always working. My tip number five is do the most important thing first. I know this sounds like an obvious thing, but when we are in the midst of procrastination, the last thing we usually think about are priorities. I am a perfectionist and a complete unrealistic fool when it comes to setting setting goals and planning tasks, so I always put like 10 of them on my to-do list. And obviously I start with the one that seems like the most fun and is usually done in like 5 minutes, then I'm like, okay cool, I've done this, let's take a break. What I see as much more effective way that has worked for me is to give yourself only like three, four things you really need to do that day to move your life in the direction that you want. 
And just to make sure, I'm not talking about like five minute tasks like call my dentist and then call it a day. For example, the tasks for a day that I would set myself would be go for a 20 minute run in the morning, record podcast episode, create five posts on social media and cook a dinner. It's realistic, it's something that I need to do that day in order to move my life in the desired direction and it's also not unachievable. Maybe the task cooked at dinner is not the best example, but let's keep it real. To conclude this episode, I want to quickly go through the five tips I've shared with you today. My first tip is to remind yourself that it's always easier to procrastinate on something that doesn't have a deadline. So set deadlines to any goal, any dream that you have. Number two, Split your tasks into smaller ones so you get that feeling of gratification and you can use it as a way how to motivate yourself to keep going. Number three that you can try is setting a timer to make sure that you are working for some time on things that are really important and that are a priority. Tip number four may not be for everybody but it's negative motivation which works for me but may not work for you and that's reflecting on what you've done so far and then using that as a source of motivation how to improve things and how to do things differently and how to do things better and my last tip tip number five is doing the most important things first and if you happened to listen to this podcast while procrastinating on something that you were supposed to do then no worries, it happens to the best of us. But just remember that there's always something you can do about procrastination. You can take the control back. I find those tips I share with you today helpful, but maybe they won't be helpful for you or maybe you will figure out even better tips and tricks that how to tackle procrastination. Whatever it is, remember that procrastination is not something we need to feel ashamed of, but it is something that we can learn from and something that we can try to tackle. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Stay true to yourself and talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you so much for spending your time listening to Binge on Self-Love podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to Binge on Self-Love podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any future episode. You can find more content on binge eating, procrastination, and self-acceptance at bingeonselflove.com and on Instagram at bingeonselflove. Talk to you soon. Bye!